0: Hello! Hello everyone. Good afternoon and welcome to our very first episode of The Light Guide Show. On this show, we endeavour to entertain, educate and enlighten you.
1: Damn Hafiz, that's a lot of alliteration. Well, my name is Tiffany.
0: And my name is Hafiz and we will be your host for today.
1: So- we all hope that you're staying safe, staying home during this circuit breakup period. <clears throat> Dude, what have you been up to this circuit breakup period?
0: I mean like... <laughs> I'm I'm I literally I'm waiting for my Ns so I'm just like at home Ooh. you know trying to fill up my time but you know what so I wait when
1: I when I when are you, when are you enlisting
0: <laughs> on the twentieth of July so you know like they Ns is kind of list. like affected by the CB period right they have like stay home all all of this like BMT at home like,
1: like so oh, what oh. are you. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, maybe you should start doing some workouts. You know, I've been up to Chloe Thing works workouts. Um I've been working my inner thighs. They're showing progress. Let me just tell you that. And I'm trying to lose weight, this circuit breaker. I've been cooking, let me just tell you that. And I just wanna say I'm a pretty good chef.
0: Oh, chef uh, good
1: I am a chef. Hi. Dude, I've baked Anyone carrot have... <laughs> It's so good. I've been baking it and really cooking are. and yeah. So
0: what is this you? like a advertisement? You know how to cook? for yourself like uh oh she's single please hit her, hit her, hit her excuse her me out. why are you trying to say why
1: are you attacking me why are you attacking me dude i feel so attacked on so many levels it's okay i don't uh, need a which man Which level? i don't need a man i can be single and happy i've been online shopping like crazy do you know there are so many deals out there it's crazy my bank account is hurting
0: that's kind of sad bro
1: at least i still have a, a decent amount in that bank account
0: uh that's good for you then okay i know you don't know how to manage your money it's obviously <laughs> that <Really? the> is <laughs> today's I episode probably... we'll be talking about being in uh being a financial advisor in singapore so they can actually advise you financially on how to be better at finance yeah 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 on your okay, finance what do
1: you think of when you first hear the word financial advisor how money. to manage
0: money that's what i think
1: what is a financial <clears throat> advisor and what's an insurance agent? It's important to plan for
0: plan ahead so that you know where your money goes to and how much you need to work for it. You know, so that you True. can actually have like extra money on a rainy day or like enough mm. money to purchase like, I mean, in the future when we're married or before we get married, we can like prepare yeah. to get a house. You know.
1: Yep, and especially because <sighs> we just graduated, you know, we are slowly moving into the workforce. I. I think it's about time we kind of knew about finances, don't you think?
0: It's hard to earn money and it's hard to actually do stuff, you know. Hello, hello, yeah. hello, Alice Teo. Hi, welcome Alice Teo. <coughs> welcome, to yeah, the I hope you're enjoying our, our banter.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it been same a long time since
0: I met this girl, so like...
1: Yeah, talks. I haven't seen Hafiz in months, honestly, months. Oh, hello, Stephen
0: Wong Kuk.
1: Hey, hello, hello, <laughs> hello.
0: Thanks for joining <laughs> us on this life guide show. Life, <clears throat>
1: life, telling you more about life, sharing about life. Yes, and knowing yeah. more about our lives as well. <laughs> and how we're bad at finance. Do you have finance. any friends
0: in like, the finance center?
1: For me, not really. Most of my friends do art like, social, like, social arts and social sciences and stuff. And most of them are still in uni. So, like, I don't know of any people talking about finances around me. Like, most, the most is probably <laughs> my brother, I guess, because he works in the finance sector. But honestly don't know mm. what he does. I didn't get the genes with the math and stuff.
0: I guess it, it takes a lot to be, like, under the finance sector, though. Like, you got to be good with numbers and you have to be, like, uh, yeah. hardworking as well to, like, go through... Like, dude, if I see more than one page of, like, words and numbers, bro, I...
1: I feel you. I feel you, dude. (laughs) I feel you on so many levels. Especially being a financial advisor, you know, I'm sure they have to talk to people as well. So it's not about just Uh the numbers, but, like, communicating with people. Dude, that's a whole other thing because, you know, everyone has their likes and dislikes and, yeah, it's really, really hard.
0: To do your job is one thing and to actually make someone else comfortable working with you, that's another... Yeah,
1: All right. so joining
0: us today, our friends, financial advisors, Fabulous Chia Chin, Chia Chin and Javier.
1: Real smooth, Hafiz, real him. smooth! Let's clap for
0: them, <laughs> Alright.
1: Alright,
0: hello, welcome, welcome.
2: Hi.
1: Oh, look that, that lag <laughs> like in the
0: class.
2: <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Uh, Hi, my name is Chia Chin. I'm actually from AIA under AAG. So, I'm currently a student at NUS and working
3: Last time. Yeah. Okay. Hi, my name is Jia Ting. Usually, most of my friends call me JJ, um, because it's <laughs> a lot easier to remember. Yeah. So I graduated from NTU MBS in December twenty eighteen. So I have been a full timer for about one one year three months, one year four months. Yep.
4: Hi everyone, I'm uh, Jagger from Prudential. I've been a financial consultant. This is actually my second year as a financial consultant. And I'm also a student at NUS, FESS, and currently on LA, LOA. And I have uh, multiple e-commerce businesses as well.
1: So, why don't we get the ball rolling? Let's start off with the first question uh, anyone can answer. So, uh, what is a financial advisor
3: exactly? Okay, um, I think like what the name suggests, like financial advisor, right? we are basically advising our friends and clients on their finances. So it can range from things like insurance, like what most of the people know, insurance, to investments, to mortgages, to loans, and even to like will and trust. So we really like advise a range of services, not just like insurance, like what everyone thinks. So insurance is part of the entire like portfolio that we do, mm-hmm. um, but we mainly advise um, anything related to finance. So if you think about anything that is related to like dollar sign, right? If you come to us or like, um, at least if you go to any professional financial advisor, you will find an answer or two. So that's basically what we do um, in two liners.
1: You know, you speak about like insurance and like all these money terms that it's actually pretty overwhelming for me to someone like yep. knowing nothing about finances. What age do you think people should start learning more about finances and money stuff?
3: Uh, I think there's no like hard and fast like age, hard and fast rule as to like what age should they start. In fact, the earlier they start, the better it is. Cause I think I'm speaking from my own experience. For example, if we talk about like money in terms of investments, let's say if my parents were already like investors since young, I would have already been exposed to like money and like investments like right from like maybe like when I'm born. And so the conversation that I have as compared to my friends who have no exposure, um, is completely different. Anyway, um, my parents are not like financial literate, right? so um, I fall between the people who are like the late boomers. Lah. I would consider myself as a late <laughs> boomer who's only started like in uni. So, would you All say right. like we should start during secondary school? Is that a um, good starting age? <laughs> I would say, why not? I mean, I, oh, yeah, in, yeah. I don't think like it's a yes or no, but it's like a why not? If you can, then why not? But if you think yeah. that it's still like not um, suitable for you at that age, right? Then. Um, you can start at like JC or like uni or after like graduation. I don't think like that's a right or wrong. But I think definitely once we like step into the um, working world, it is a must for us to like um, learn about it. Because I think it, we are just living in denial if we are not. La. I would say that we have to start, like we must start knowing about like um, all these like financial terms, maybe like um, age from like 23 to 25. This is the age that we have to start knowing. Like it's a must. But before that, it's an option.
4: I started out quite in an unconventional way. I was first introduced into derivatives, options, in fact. It was a very speculative uh, kind of uh, thing. But I, I lost some money and then that's when I was introduced to my friend by my friend into value investing. And that's where... It actually sparked my curiosity in all things finance. Before I, I knew it, I was already brought into the finance industry by my close friend. Right now, I'm on my second year as a financial consultant.
1: Nice. He must be a very good brother. All right. How about you, Tia-Chin? My family
2: aren't really financially literate, so they are in quite a lot of debt. For me, it's like I know that I have to manage my money properly since secondary be school days, because I know that they are not doing very well. So then, as long the as I grow up, I realised, oh
4: many might have this misconception that you have to study finance or finance related subjects in school to be a good financial advisor but in fact if you look around at many of the successful and popular financial advisors around uh, many of them actually have have not studied uh, finance related uh, subjects in school as well I would say that actually finance is something that anyone and everybody could learn about as long as they are willing to take the first to, to start.
2: Alright,
0: yeah. So, like, like you mentioned, uh, you didn't have, uh, what do you call that, uh, the background in uh, financial advising. <laughs> yeah. But, what are the qualifications needed? Like, uh, how, what kind of person do you have to be or like, what skills do you need to have to actually be a financial advisor?
3: I think uh, last time the barrier of entry um, to like financial services industry is like relatively low. Like last time has in like um, probably like decades ago or like 10 years ago. Um, that's why we always know um, financial as like uncles, aunties, you know, like um those like annoying people lah, like in general so <laughs> i think uh, right now yeah right now like um number one mas has actually like um tightened the rules to becoming a financial advisor so they actually require us to pass this um four tests which is most commonly known as like m9 m9a m5 and also health insurance so only when we pass these four papers right then we can become a financial advisor so it's not just like Any like let's say for example if my mom, even if she wants to be a financial advisor, number one, she doesn't like know a lot of English. And then number two, right, um, she's already like forty plus. Oh no, she's like fifty one this year. So if she wants to be a financial advisor, right, um the barrier of entry is already very high. Because if you can't pass the four papers, you cannot be a financial advisor, like, period. So I think right now what they are doing is actually um, you know like getting rid or like you know um, making this industry a more professional one making sure that the people inside are like legit um people who can advise well i would say that now we are in the era of like financial um industry or like financial services um industry like revolutionary because now right now if you can tell like um our friends as in like graduates are mostly the ones in the financial services um industry as opposed to last time only like uncles and aunties are in So we are becoming like more professional.
1: Uh, Why don't we move on to the next section then? Uh, Maybe we'll spill some tea and have a tea time with (laughs) our financial advisors. Uh, Maybe some stories you guys want to share. Do share. I once
4: met this guy. He told me that, you know, I have a lot of financial uh, insurance policies. Then he said, every year I get letters Insurance, insurance, insurance. I don't need it anymore. So one day I told him, why not you show me all your letters? It was actually policies getting terminated and then switched to other companies. So he only <laughs> had one single hospitalization plan. And it was due to his, you know, his talkiness that he told me that he have a lot of insurance policies. So this is one thing that I would urge many young people <laughs> to really have a look at what you have before telling you know your advice that you have too much, you have too much.
3: So there's this like quite funny story because basically like um, I got uh, referred to like... I got my friend introduced like um, his boyfriend uh her, her boyfriend to me and then the boyfriend's entire family became like my client. So initially it was just like them switching like excellent plans uh, from AIA to me because their existing um, advisor wasn't like servicing them well enough. Like, like the advisor just like went MIA. So they just uh, switched their accident plans to me. And then subsequently, like yeah. I did up something with the boyfriend's um sister. And the boyfriend's sister like family became my clients also. So what happened was oh. like, I just did like very simple like, you know, those like um planning for them. And subsequently, I think like two months in, my client like texted me and said like, the son's um hospital plan covered for this. Then I was like, oh, what happened? Apparently like the son, right? Got bitten by a hamster. So he's like damn fat. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And the, like, the son is only like seven years old this year. Yeah, he got like bitten by a hamster. He oh was like super swollen. Subsequently, they told me that they are at KK Hospital and they have to stay a night. Then I'm like, Oh my god, why? <laughs> and then they said that They have to Because of like, a hamster Yeah, they, don't, they have to like oh, Do man. a surgery on the finger According to my client, right Basically, it's like You know, the whole puncher. Like, uh-huh. yeah The bite is like A whole puncher. So what the doctor need oh, to yeah. do Is they basically Need to clean the wound And you know, the bill was like 2.5k Like, I mean Assuming there's no insurance And things like that <laughs> la. Yeah, the bill For that, right Is 2.5k eh. yeah. Freddie, like the, the kid was like Disturbing the hamster When like you was sleeping la. So I guess karma uh-huh. comes around <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't disturb
2: people when they're sleeping. They will bite
3: yeah, you. Yeah, don't disturb. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I had a friend that I met like four months ago, five. I and mean, we I just met recently only. Like. But because of this career, it made me closer to him as a friend. So in the end, he became my prospect. At the same time, he's the managing my Instagram for me. So from that, mm. I feel that this industry actually helped you to make a lot of friends. See who's actually supporting you throughout. Ultimately, I can't deny that there's a stigma in this industry. So you can really tell that mm. who's really there for you and who's not which I really find very painful I mean, in this industry
3: la. I think the toughest clients are the ones that um, disappeared <laughs> <laughs> You know the person is always there and you are talking to them and like the sale didn't go through I think like that's not considered tough like the tough ones are those that like disappeared and you are like like oh my god like where did like this person like disappeared to yeah you just don't get a conclusion <gasps> like so I was just like casually telling like some of my friends I mean my colleagues la that I don't mind like you not being my client at all like that's totally fine with me i'm totally okay with that it comes from like a mutual respect that if you are not intending to do something with me right the least that you could do is just to let me know like hey jj like maybe i found someone else or like or maybe like not just now like not now and then like at least like i get a conclusion on my end you know it's like um for example you ask your friend to go like east coast park with you on a saturday and the friend just like don't get back to you like are they going or not you know and (sighs) Yeah, it's like the worst part is maybe like you see like that friend like hanging out with other friends at East Coast Park on a Saturday. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. yeah. It's like a step to the heart. Yeah. A lot of people think like financial advisors were like pushy and things like that. But what we really want is just like a conclusion like, okay, like what can we like do from this? Like, can I like stop following up with you? Can just like let us know la, like if don't want then don't want la. Like, we also donate. I mean, <laughs> no hey, la. Hey, <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
4: I mean, instead of spending <laughs> all this time trying to stress over why why are they disappearing, why not just channel the energy towards your existing and new clients that are willing to listen and heed your advice?
2: I said no, because you're talking about disappearing clients. I remember that the last aspect of client you face that like, clients that actually talk to you because they want to get to know you instead of actually being interested in your services. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I was
2: starting to steal. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not me, not me. As in, imagine like, maybe you uh, are before a certain village and all that, they approach you because the contacts are wanting to know more about financial advisory. But actually, along the way, they may ask, Hey, so are you free to zoom and whatsoever? Or are you free to talk about your, your current financial situation? Then they ask, you, Oh, are you single? Why are you single now? They kind of think, Oh, I want to go out soon. Then kind of you're like, So you, you don't know whether you should continue talking or you not. Know? How about, so how about, since you mentioned that, like, have you,
0: have you yeah. guys experienced that? Maybe JVL or Chia Ching like people trying to get to know you instead of actually working with you
4: no not as popular as Chia Chin, no, for that to happen yeah
1: man Chia <laughs> is no, the prom no, no, king not so uh why don't we go around and maybe each one of you can share a touching story of how you guys have like helped a client like the most impactful client you had maybe
4: I think there was one where my client she wasn't aware of how much she could redraw from her CPF you know I, I realized that some of her policies were maturing soon she just reached 54 so next year she would be able to redraw a good some amount of money from her CPF so she said that she was thankful that she bought those policies way back long many many years ago if, if it wasn't for those policies she might not have enough money to retire today then she told me like you know even though if I, I, I haven't bought anything from you but you know, I re- I learned something that I have be rewarded for my hard work, so to speak, many years ago. Lah. not really touching, but like I could feel like her gratitude. You know, towards like my help.
3: I would say that the beneficiary is actually me, like myself and my family, cause my dad actually went to the hospital like late last year. Basically like he had some growth above his kidney But it wasn't like malignant But it was just a very sudden thing So he's a taxi driver right? So one day he was just like um, I think it was like 12pm when I was in office And then he called me and he's like um, Where should I go and see a doctor? So I told him like Oh yours you can just go to like, any like GP Or if um, it's very serious or something Then you can go to the nearest hospital When that happened like I thought it was like nothing serious la. And then like I think like um The phone call ended Then 10 minutes later like he called me And then he was like um breathing in like very he- like breathing heavily. So he was like, like where can I go? Like wh-? he keep asking like where am I? So like when I knew like he asked me like where am I? It means like probably like he couldn't like get to where he wants to like um by himself. Basically like a long story short like um we went to like Tantoxing and things like that. And then um there was like a major ops that happened like last month. From like this whole like entire um I would say this entire series um I saw how the bills piled up Personally, I also like never really have experience of this thing called a high dependency ward. So there's like, you know, all of us only know like class A, B, C and then like um there's like private or like ICU. But there's actually this um, ward called like high dependency ward, which is in between like um ICU and like the normal wards. So it's where like you need like um, monitoring, but not as close as like ICU and not as critical as ICU. So when my dad first got hospitalized, he was in a high dependency ward for about like I think four nights and like it's not like a choice where you can be there or you cannot be there basically like they'll just put you there and tell you that okay you need this um for his condition to be stabilized so I saw how the bills piled up and like I think uh, through this entire thing like we claim like easily like 30k actually more than that the surgery itself was already like 30k yeah so like the hospital bill um and also like he stayed in community hospital because once he finishes um surgery right um our entire family we are either like working or studying so nobody had like time to like um you know like take care of him and we don't have like a helper at home so he stayed in community hospital for one month i think three weeks to a month yeah so this entire episode like the claims just came in like a few days back for the community hospital and the community hospital alone right was eighteen thousand. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. yeah, so correct. And everything is like set up by insurance. So I think like, oh, this entire like, um, big building that I went through, right. The beneficiary is really like my family. Cause if not for this, like small little like insurance that costs, okay. I'm not going to say how much it costs, but like that costs <laughs> like so minimal, right. The payout is like so much more than like what we can like afford. Yeah, because I was just telling my mom, like, if not for like insurance or if not for me being in this industry, right, chances of them getting like insurance is probably like 10%. Yeah, so, um, I mean, additional insurance like, on top of what they already have. Because honestly, when they sign, uh, I just say, it hey, is one good, uh, you just sign. Like, <laughs> it's a hospital plan, you just <laughs> sign it. So, yeah, because like, they're my parents. So, and like, you know, like, they just like don't want to like heal so much. So I just say, never mind, you just sign and you pay, can't really? I think it's not about like getting like more insurance but whether like you're sufficiently covered. Honestly, like if you're sufficiently covered then I think whatever like y'all are doing now is like good lah. So I think it's more important to sit down with like a professional advisor Then at least like be open about it. Go through whatever things that y'all have. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day when like, for example, the advisor say like, oh, maybe like your shield plan is a rider and you choose not to top up that rider. You know that it's a conscious end on your end to not top up the rider. So when like... Things happen, right? You won't like come to this point where you regret, like what Javier said, where you regret, ah oh my god, I regretted not sitting down with an advisor, like the because you already made a conscious choice like back in two months ago, one year ago, not to do it. So there's like nobody's fault in this. But if you are very like resilient towards like financial advisor, right? Basically, like you are just you know like (coughs) being ignorant, you know, and choose not to like face the reality, which I mentioned like from the start. Uh we'll talk more about
0: uh having a financial advisor what should
2: someone look for in a financial advisor the most important thing is to find out someone that you can trust and actually fight with i mean unless you want it to be very serious and business that like, well, might as well have a financial advisor as a friend and as your advisor the concept is the same and all that is the same so it's just who you want to service you for life
4: on top of what he said i think that the values that you have and the experience of the advisors you know simply doesn't uh equate to the duration that they have been doing financial advisory
1: like maybe between the three of you do you guys all provide the same kind of service
4: i guess the base fundamental service that we all provide are as listed on you know mas but different advisors have different value adds.
1: so would you say like a financial advisor and an insurance agent is kind of like the same thing or is it different
4: yeah actually the term insurance agent i think it was coined many many years ago where Initial products were life policies. So it was the concept of protection where if anything happens to you you get paid. If anything happens to you, you get paid. But you know, as time evolved, financial advisors are able to provide more solutions for their clients. So it's not just insurance but you know other aspects of wealth accumulation.
1: So the first question If I am working part time, how should I do my financial planning? One
2: one thing about is that your pay is not Constant. So what I always tell my clients to do is to really, uh, my friends do is to find the average of the amount they earn over the few months. Then from there, you can actually break it down into how much you should invest to put in the insurance and to save. Your most important goal, I think, is to have like an un- 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 emergency savings. Then from there, you can slowly start managing your finances. Already. Yeah. So I think part time or full time, either way, is a- that's a way to manage finances.
1: Do I really need a financial advisor, or can I manage my finances on my <laughs> own? Uh, Why not have both? I I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> For me, my opinion of having a financial advisor is pretty simple. You can manage your finances on your own, provided that you have four key factors. The knowledge, the experience, the expertise, and the capital. With a financial advisor, you're essentially outsourcing three of the four. You're outsourcing the experience, the expertise, and the knowledge. So you're avoiding many, many mistakes, many different opinions that we have, uh, and problems that we have gone through before. And I believe that most financial advisors would be in a better position to advise you on that, on your finances, sorry.
2: Ultimately, oh, you still need a... An insurance agent or financial advisor to help you get through the company because it's still a risk management by the company yeah so uh for, for that part you are still need a financial advisor to so at least be your middleman to get the plans and all that the policies should i be buying hmm. stocks now
4: buying stocks or individual stock is actually quite a risky thing to do especially if you do not know what's going on
0: why do you oh. all dm on ig asking if we're friends then turn our relationship <laughs> <from sectional.
2: laughs> To so that person, I don't know. <laughs> I <I'm> don't <laughs> <feeling, laughs> you know what. what <laughs> they, are really, they say they are, that you are friends and then turn your relationship really transactional. I think just don't take it to heart. I mean, thankfully, they are still doing business, they are trying to leave also. So I think what you can do is just really leave it and find someone that actually you really want to live with. So if you know that they are not genuine being your friends, then they don't get hurt. I mean, why, if it's not a friend, why would you do Just let them be.
1: So the next question What keeps you going in this demanding, challenging, and ever changing business?
4: <laughs> I mean, in life not nothing is smooth sailing all right. Everything you do, there would be obstacles, there will be like challenges faced. so it's it's true to everything in life including like the financial advisory business. You, you just have to you have low months, but you just have to push yourself forward you know, motivate yourself, surround yourself with like-minded individuals, motivated in, individuals, clients that are appreciative of what you've done for them. Things like that, that you know, really push you forward, in not just in this business, but in every aspect of life.
1: Alright, next question is, any advice for people who want to be a financial advisors? Any tips? Uh,
4: it's, it's, it's a tough and long journey, <laughs> so it's, it's not so going to be it's easy. A very... It's like starting your own business. It's mm. definitely not going to be easy. And you have to put in the time, the effort, the money to, 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 to pull it through. <laughs> la. yeah.
2: It's a, it's, a, it's a very emotional business.
4: Yeah. If, if you're going
2: <laughs> then, in, Coming from with the guys. The coming from of the guys. Things, uh... yeah, I, I, I think for a shine, you can just say that when you become a financial advisor, even if they don't want to do anything with you, you must not take it personally. They just don't need a the product. They, they don't reject you personally as a person. Uh, so when you're going, you really have to mindset to be right. All
1: right. We move All on right. to so the next question. question. Do you think Singaporeans are planning their finances well enough? No. <laughs>
4: In my personal opinion and from what I hear from friends that are relationship managers in the bank is that many of them are leaving a lot of money as liquid cash in the bank. And they are losing a lot out on the opportunity cost. You know there can be aunties in their 50s, 60s, earning two, three thousand dollars with over five hundred thousand in the bank. You know, so you know they are losing out a lot in terms of what they could have done better with their money. So I'll say, just always keep an open mind. And, you know, never be overconfident as to what you have or what you have done with your money. Not not just with money la, With you know, many things in life. Seek many opinions uh, and, you know, read up more and you can uh, learn more. La. I
0: think we learned a lot of things today, uh, especially me and Tiffany because we both have no idea we're what clueless. finance is all about. <laughs> yeah, like like, uh, Justin said, uh, we are the arts, artsy people, so we're not good yes. in numbers. So thank yes. you for actually educating yeah. us a bit you on sharing our, with us. Our, our, yeah, finances and as well as your job scope because I think we learned a bit more. And I'm actually yeah. more um, inclined to actually think about financial stuff. Yes, <laughs> I might ask my future. parents
1: what insurance yeah. plans I have. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for joining yeah. us so, today on the Life Guide Show on the first episode. Of if you Sura have financial any questions Reverses. at all, or,
0: if you yes. have any questions at all, please do contact uh, Chia Chin, uh, or Javier and their own accounts on Instagram or uh, with their contacts. Alright, yes, that's all for
1: today. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.
2: Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.